You're listening to a 1911 podcast. This is Celebs and the Average Joe. I have press record, so we should be good to go. Oh, there we are. It's another episode of Celebs and the Average Joe with me, Phil Reynolds. What an interesting two weeks it's been with a new president of the United States. But he's not the new president of the United States, but he is the new president of the United States. We're into November and we're still in lockdown. We're all dressed to go to the ball and we've no ball to go to. So with that, we've got such a cracking episode this time around with Nicole O'Brien off of Netflix's Too Hot to Handle. Broadcast in over 190 countries around the world. It went number one in the United Kingdom and in Ireland and a few other countries that I've forgotten about. It's a cracking watch if you haven't watched it. But it's also an insight today into the life of a reality TV star. But on the back of her success, she set up her own mental health project called I Am Loved, which is helping people who are suffering from anxiety and confidence issues. There's a lot of it going around at the moment, and I think it's fair to say that it's affected everyone. So maybe someone might not want to reach out to their friends or family, and this could be a cracking way that they can get their issues raised and have help in a new group. I had such a good laugh with Nicole. She's so much fun, and she's always up for the crack. So this is episode five, I think. Anyway, we'll crack on. This is Nicole O'Brien on Celebs and the Average Joe. How are you? Good. Oh my God, look at your hair. It looks amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the most undesirable sort of curl thing going on here. No, hon, you're stunning. But Don't I, worry. I, I, my Gail Platt jumper, may I add? Oh, I love it. Yes, love. That's my working from home attire. My I, working from home attire is pyjamas usually. So you're lucky you have me in a blazer today. Uh, it's a uh, rare occasion. Uh, bless your heart. <laughs> I can't see you now for some reason. Uh, oh, no, uh, now I can. Now I can. Sorry. That's not a bad thing, to be honest. <laughs> right, we're right to go. We're all right, good to go. Grand. It's nice to have some Irish voices. I'm Nicola Breen. Hi, are you? <laughs> Nicole Breen. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's so nice to speak to someone else who's Irish as well. Is my accent really annoying? No, I love it. I love the Northern Irish accent. I think when I was living in London, I tried to sort of like blend in a little bit more. <laughs> and I was just, you haven't lost it. I know. I think it seems to have got stronger. It seems to have got worse. That's the thing. But I think my accent got a bit stronger as well. But it's because you don't want to lose it purposely that you kind of make it a bit stronger. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get you. Um, (laughs) If you need any translation throughout this, just let me know. Just give me a wave. (laughs) No problem. You came, you came to fame through too hot to handle. Indeed, which which I loved, by the way. There was a wee bit of heartbreak in there because Mm. you were very much in a relationship and then obviously lockdown came around and and Mm. things didn't go according to plan so talk me through your journey all about too hot to handle and Mm. where it got you now because now you're you're obviously living in London now yeah live in London I've lived in London for the past two years so even before filming I was here I was just doing a regular office job and then I went away to film for too hot to handle for a whole month back in 2019 um and I thought it was going to be like Love Island. I ge- None of us genuinely had a clue about the whole losing money thing. They just said it's a dating show. You all live in a villa. There you go. That's all they said. So I was like, okay, 
this is cool. I'll couple up with someone, see how it goes. And then obviously this bombshell was dropped and we were like, okay, this is really weird. Secretly, I'm thinking my Irish Catholic mother back home is going to be delighted now with this. <laughs> the fact that I can't do anything. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was great. It was a whole month of filming and you only see about eight hours of it. So, so much of it's cut out. I had dates were cut out, etc. So a lot of things were, you know, gone. But um, they did show, you know, the best parts really um and then yeah I made a real connection with someone in there Bryce who usually would not be my type on paper but that's the reason we were chosen for this show is because we were more going for looks rather than personality and to change our perspective on it so I got on so well with him he was just absolutely amazing and so kind and funny and then things progressed more after the show. I was over in LA with him and then he was trying to come over here. And then the whole pandemic happened, which was so annoying. So I had three flights cancelled to LA, which oh, absolutely nightmare. just ruined things. I know. So obviously we would talk on FaceTime the whole time, but it just was not the same. And knowing that the borders are closed to get into America for the foreseeable future, it was just something that we decided to just leave it go. And then when I can get to LA, we'll see. This could be like next year. Like you never know. I'm begging that the borders can open so I can just go there. But yeah, so we just kind of left it on the back burner for a while. Do you think you'll hold out for that long, really? No. Do you know what? Like I, I, I told him that I'll be dating other people now. Like I've literally, we've decided that we'll date other people. And then sure, look, if I go over to LA... We'll just see how things go. But I don't know when that will ever happen. So I'm just carrying on with my life Yeah, right now. I think in the current climate that we're living in, that's what you have to do. It has to be one yeah. at a time because you can't... Exactly. Because every all the restrictions are, are changing every single day. They're changing in Ireland. They're changing in Northern Ireland. They're changing in the UK and Wales. Yeah. And, and we're not in that fortunate position where we can say, right, okay, I'm coming over to LA in two weeks. Let's have a lovely time. Sadly. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, I guess it'll all work out. If it's meant to work out, it'll work out. You said at the start there, you thought it was going to be a bit like Love Island. You turned Love Island down, didn't you? Yeah, I was meant to do Love Island 2016. Oh, no, not 2000. Maybe it was 2000. And I was 20 years old, so five years ago. Yeah, 2016. Um, but I was way too young. Got a place as um, someone to come in, like, I think it was four or five days in. Um, and kind of spice things up. And a few days beforehand, I decided I actually can't. It took me so long to decide if I should move to Chicago on a J1, which is like, you know, in Ireland, you can go on a J1, which is where you work in America for three months, or else violent. And my parents were like, look, you are a bit young. And I really hated myself for never taking that opportunity until Netflix came around. And then I was like, everything happens for a reason. Like, there's a reason that I didn't do that. I probably would have done something stupid. And now I, like, I'm so comfortable with who I am that it's good to then do a show like the Netflix one when, yeah, I just, I'm comfortable in my own skin. Yeah, I guess everything does happen for a reason because the Netflix series that you were on went out in 190 countries. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's, like, mega. That's, like, insane. 190 countries like that is insane when they said this to me I was like oh my god that's like the majority of the world 
insane. And then when it was number one in America and Ireland and the UK, I was just baffled. I was like just sitting in my living room because obviously we were in lockdown. And I was just like, this is so crazy. And it was number one in places like Nigeria as well. Like, <laughs> so random. <laughs> You're going to be going to all these countries for like a holiday, oh, probably in about five years. But, but yeah. people, are, people are going to be going, I know her. Yeah, I know oh, you. It's so weird. I went to Italy because in the UK, we were able to go um, to Italy without quarantining like a month or so ago. So I went to the Amalfi Coast. And when I went there, we went to like this little restaurant uh, in the back arse of nowhere. Like it was just one little restaurant outside the village. And then like these people were like, too hot to handle, Nicole. And they had like, they made these pizzas and made me stand behind a table with this big pizza spread to get a photo for the wall. It was absolutely hilarious. But like people initially recognized me. I was like, this is so strange because you just think it's UK and Ireland. Yeah, yeah, And then when you go abroad, it's like, oh wait it's not it's actually other countries and very weird but it's very it's very nice because i love meeting new people and talking to people so i was just like oh it's so nice to meet like other people from different countries etc you've got nearly a million followers on insta i'm not surprised people in in nigeria and places and and, <laughs> and italy are are recognizing you when you were working in your office job you obviously discovered in your head and had a chat with yourself that this wasn't for you and you can do a lot more because you're really, really young. You could have done the office job for another six or seven years and then made a decision, really. But you made the decision that you wanted to do something a bit more exciting. And Mm. now you're you're doing so much. Is this your career now? Are you totally away from ever going back? Well, I guess we can never say never or ever. But from going to to the office life, like this is... This is you. This is your career now because you're doing so much. One of the descriptions I'd read about you was a fashion and beauty gu- guru. I love that word guru. <laughs> um, and then you're obviously have a massive following. And then you're going to be working on another project called I Am Loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. So as you were saying, the office job, I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do a show for years and then kind of not just be a regular influencer. I wanted to have, have an impact and help other people, but I, I needed a platform to do that as well. And I love doing TV work. I've been doing on stage since I was about five years old. So I love entertaining. Um, so I was like, okay, let's do a show, see how it goes. And then um, I was getting such an influx of messages from young girls who were struggling with self-confidence, who were struggling with depression, um, anxiety, and guys as well and I was just like oh my god this is so sad and I I did I literally could not respond to everyone so I said to my manager look I want to do something that can help these people because it's so heartbreaking seeing these like young girls and young guys or even like older people who are struggling and just don't know what to do so we worked with a fantastic team and created a mental health platform which no one's really done. Um, So there's three different courses at the moment. There's one on confidence and self-esteem, one on anxiety, and then one on perfectionism. Um, So there's about 16 to 18 videos on each. And they're done by the best psychologists, literally in the world. Like the team have interviewed so many people. One's American and then two are from the UK. And they're absolutely fantastic. Like when 
we were recording the sessions. So it's kind of like a chat where I'm sat in one chair, they're sat on another. And we're chatting about different elements of anxiety and competence, etc. And each video has a separate topic on it. So I kind of bring in, um, you know, how I've suffered with three of those different things, etc. And we talk through it. And then I bring in messages that people have sent me um, and things that a lot of people would suffer with. And from friends and families, what they've suffered with that I know is really, really common. Um, and it just helped me so, so much just even recording those sessions. And then I sent a few to friends and family and see how they would find it. And they just said it's absolutely life changing. Like the sessions are absolutely brilliant. And that's why I'm just so happy that I can give this back to my followers and help them. And it's something that I'm really, really passionate about as well. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be adding more courses on as we go. But starting off at this moment in time, there's just three. And then over the next few weeks, we'll record more to see what people are interested in. There's also some workout videos on there as well, because working out kind of goes hand in hand with mental health because it releases endorphins and makes you feel happy. Um, and then you've got loads of articles on nutrition because eating well as well kind of contributes to having a good mental health. People wouldn't think that, but it does. So there's loads of different articles written um, about nutrition, etc. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a little platform that combines absolutely everything to make you feel your best. That's amazing. It's so good to hear someone who is doing so well for themselves has set up something that you didn't necessarily have to do or have the time to do. And all the followers that you've got, you've said you've got messages from guys and girls and you're mm. taking the time to respond to them. Like that's, that's really, that's really endearing. I can't take that away from everyone because just because things aren't on Facebook or on social media doesn't mean that they haven't happened to show that you haven't, you know, got above your station or whatever it was school teachers used to say to you done so well for yourself, but you're still going oh, back you. to your roots in a way as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to be one of these people who just completely changes and thinks that they're unreal off TV. That's not who I want to be. I just want to stay grounded and just help these people who are dealing with issues that I've dealt with because it's taken me years to get through um, and educate myself on anxiety, to get through my confidence issues. So I want to save people that time and energy from constantly researching and looking up videos to have it all in one platform and to help them straight off the bat. Like one of the girls who um, who I let have the course to see how she found it said that every morning she would watch a video um, and it would just really give her a boost for the morning and just completely change her outlook on certain things and made her in a great mood. And with the videos, it's not like when you buy the course is taken away straight away. You have that course for yourself then and you can go back and you can re-listen to it whenever you feel like you need that little confidence boost or help with your anxiety. So, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. You had said something that, that stuck out to me, and I knew this would be a good chat because I'd, I'd done so much into you to see, you know, who you are as a person away from too hot to handle and what you've done. And you'd said a, a really strong phrase where and I'm taking this from a quote so forgive me if it's not exactly word for word you used to wear baggy clothes to hide your figure and you used to be very body conscious but you don't care anymore and there's no such thing as the perfect body 
Do you think that's so important now with the the fact that so many people are judging themselves on likes and how many followers they have? And do you think that's that's a really strong thing to have when you've got so many people, men and women, who are struggling on social media and who want Mm. to have the perfect hair, the perfect looks, the perfect body? And do you think that has has helped you to go forward and not always be looking in the mirror and going oh I'm this or I'm that when actual fact you're not yeah 100% like I used to wear really baggy clothes when I was younger hated how like skinny my body was and people would say oh you need to eat more and I'm like well I am that's just my metabolism like I can't help that so it made me feel very self-conscious and then I just constantly looked in the mirror at myself and I really tried to train my brain to be like look there is no such thing as the perfect body. What is the perfect body? Like years ago, it was that, you know, the really skinny type. And now it's the curvy type. And if you don't have the big bum there, then it's not, you know, you're not that attractive. That's what people say. And it's absolute bullshit. And it really, really annoys me because there is no perfect body type. Everybody is completely different. Some bodies can be similar, but everybody is completely different. You know, girls can have stretch marks. They can have cellulite, etc. I've got all those things. And it's, it is normal. So these airbrushed photos that you see on people's Instagram, like that's not reality. And that's what really annoys me. Um, so yeah, the, the perfect body just does not exist. If you, if you change your body, then you're changing you. You then, like you, there's only one you in the world. So I don't see the need for people to go out there and completely change their bodies. Like, yeah, like working out and like, stuff like that is that's healthy but then taking it to the extremes of like huge surgeries etc I just don't see the need for it I mean do whatever makes you happy but don't do it for the sake of social media and for getting people to like you if you know what I mean yeah 100 percent. and so I, there is no such thing as the perfect body just when you were saying that I was just flicking through my pictures I saw a really good well it's not really a meme it's just more like a like a picture I think it fits really well with what we're talking about. We're a sad generation with happy pictures. So true. So, so true. And you know what? I used to do that years ago. I would upload these photos of me looking so happy, doing something when I could be having the shittest day ever. Or I'd go somewhere. Now, this is like about four or five years ago. I'd go somewhere just to take a story. Like, how sad is that? You're not happy in yourself if you're doing it for other people. So you need to be really comfortable in yourself. And I think being open on social media, you are so much happier. Oh my God, I'm so much happier being so open about if I'm having a shitty day, if I'm feeling anxious and I tell my followers, it it just makes me feel so much better about myself as well. And then I get messages being like, oh, I'm having not a great day either. Like, and it's just nice to connect with other people. So I think this whole Instagram versus reality is a huge problem that we face but I do think that a lot of people are moving away from it because there are so many movements that people are doing now like um for instance poses in front of the mirror saying oh if you pose like this you look uh, more toned than if you do this but it's the same body type and or it's the same body and it's just taken 30 seconds apart so people are kind of moving in a better direction now over the past few months which is good but it still is there it still is there that's obviously the downside of social media because if you think about 
you know, the, there's loads of good sides of social media. I've got family in Canada and family in America. Yeah. Who, my mom doesn't have a smartphone, but whenever I'm with her, I can then like, I, I would do it randomly. I would just video call my uncle in Canada or America and I would give her the phone and she's like, what the <laughs> Christ are you doing here? But that, but that's, that's like, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just a bit of a torture, but that is, that's the good side of the internet and social media and keeping in touch with family and friends. Cause that's what it was invented for. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what Facebook was invented for. Bebo, MySpace. I'm really showing my age now, but <laughs> then we have the after effects of that, of what you've just mm-hmm. said about, you know, going to a certain place to post a story or post a picture, you know, just to, just to sort of please people. Have no you problem. watched The Social Dilemma? I haven't. I'm actually scared to watch it because people have been like, oh, everyone needs to watch it. It's really scary. So do you know what? I might watch that tonight. Have you, you watched should, it? Yeah, you should watch it. It's not gonna. Fr- it's not like you're not going to have nightmares, but <laughs> I, I did... I did turn my phone off like when after I'd really? watched it and I was with one of my one of my mates on Wednesday night and he had said that Spotify are and you probably know this because you're intelligent lady but this this blew me away Spotify say say I send you a Spotify playlist of five songs and you mm-hmm. listen to five of the songs but the f- but say the fourth song you have turned the volume up on it mm-hmm. so Spotify then know Nicole really likes this song. No. Like, this is... What? Are you joking? No, I'm serious. I'm serious. What? So, yeah. So then they can then trigger that and maybe put a playlist in your Spotify that is relevant to the genre of music that you've just listened to. That's only one thing. It's mind-blowing. I'll give you one other example from Social Dilemma. Do you know the way if you are sending a message to one of the one of your gals on facebook that has mm. the bubbles that are like typing that, that you know yeah. say that the other girl is typing that there is specifically there to make you wait on the platform to see what they say and it's all talking about what emojis they think is relevant to the conversation and what is relevant to you it's mad it's mad. That's it's mad. crazy. Well, that is rude. That's scary. It's mad. Um, <laughs> I was reading a couple of fun facts about you. I mm. believe it or not, when I go out for dinner, which uh, won't be for some time now, <laughs> but I'm not really a dessert person. I'm more like a bag of fizzy cola bottles. That's me. That's yeah. me happy. But you don't like ice cream. What? No. What I don't like ice here? cream. I absolutely. The only ice cream that I'll have, and this is at a push is like a 99 kind of ice cream. Any other ice cream I find disgusting. I don't have a sweet tooth, really. I'm happy out with two boxes of Pringles. That does oh, me yeah. dandy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like ice cream, no, I hate it. That's funny because I, I, I don't like those. Those like 99s is the one <gasps> thing I don't like. This really, really rings home with me. And it's, I'm, I'm actually struggling to like say it to you, but I'm going to try and be a big boy and say it to you. You don't like cotton wool? Oh, yeah. I hate yeah. it. Are you talking about like somebody out. like pulling it apart? Yes. Oh my god! Ah! That, like my my teeth are literally yeah. grinding together at that. Yeah, I'm I'm sh- like I'm shivering here. Like thinking about <laughs> it. It's, uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Thank you for that. I absolutely hate it. It freaks me out. I know that you're sort of pushed for time, Nicole. So I just wanted to um, since we've got you know sort of 
two Irish on the same podcast. I, yeah. I thought we'd have a bit of crack. How are you with your Irish slang? Not like your Southern Irish, but more your Northern Irish. Are you in or are you out? It's a bit like Brexit. Are you in or are you out? I'm hopeless. I feel like I don't know any Northern Irish slang, but let's give it a whirl anyway and we'll see. Right. We'll have a couple here and then and then we'll see how we get on. Does that sound all right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So the first one is, if I was to say to you, Nicole, have you got a score that I could have? Nicole, have see, a score is a kiss back home. I, we uh, always used to say, oh, will you score my friend? What? So, yeah. That, that's a thing. Like, oh, did you score last night? Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you score? Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, got you. yeah, yeah. I got you. And right. you score, my friend, yeah. I was being very gentlemanly there. It actually means... <laughs> that, well, I'm not really, because I'm actually asking you, could I borrow 20 quid? <laughs> Brilliant. This, this doesn't have any rel- any reference to you, I promise. Oh, my God, Nicole. She is an absolute melter. Well, I know melt is like an English thing. It's like... How would you even describe a melt? Just someone who's just uh, very sensitive, I suppose. Yeah, or a bit of a bit of a pain in the arse, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's maybe just, that. Let's just be blunt about it. So, <laughs> I'm trying to think about a way to say this that it doesn't make me sound like I've got past experience. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's the peelers. See, I would think like peelers are like. I don't know, rough lads or something. I don't know. <laughs> You're teaching me a whole new book here. I know, come here. Like Southern Irish or Southern Irish slang is very different to Northern Irish yeah, slang. I, I, I I that. <laughs> um, it means police. Did you yeah, think that? Right. All, I've never heard that before in my life. But I'm going to take all these slang words and there's a crew of 10 of us Irish here and I'm going to go back to them and I'm going to be like, lads, I have some new Irish slang words for us now. Lovely. So this is brilliant. Peelers, please. And there's, there's two more. The second last one is, um, if I was to say to you, uh, Nicole, I've had a really, really rough day. Do you fancy mm-hmm. a halfen tonight? A drink. Correct. See? A halfen. You know. Okay. You know. And this one uh-huh. was made famous by Lewis Capaldi when he played in Belfast. He uh, said this at the end of his concert. Oh my God, I sound like a grandic. I said concert. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's at the end of his gig. At us now. Um, that's it? Finito? Pretty much. Pretty kind much. Of? Yeah. So <laughs> you could have anyone from any age send that where it would be, they would maybe sit down with a glass of wine on a Friday evening after you know a really tough day of it and just go, ah, that's us now. Okay, I love that saying. So I'm, have, that's definitely going to be in my vocabulary. Good. Have, have, <laughs> I, have I taught you a few new sayings then? Yeah, 100%. I love it. Amazing. Nicole, I just <laughs> wanted to ask you just before you crack on, where can everyone find out about the new channel and your socials? So it's www.iamloved.com. The link is in my bio on Instagram, nicole.ob. So you can find it there. Oh, amazing. It's been, sure, it's been lethal crack all together today. <laughs> Absolute crack. Was that, was that really bad? <laughs> that was fantastic. 10 out of oh. 10 for effort. Oh, thank you. 